0: Hello and welcome to How to Heal, a place for transformation in all aspects of life. I am your host, Mika Leong-Pettit, and this is episode 10. This is a continuation of the participating authors of the Women of Spirit, volume two anthology that was released on March 23rd. So today I have Cheryl Partridge with us, is here to share her story. She's the founder of the Sacred Sisterhood Tribe, Minister of Sacred Women Principles, global spiritual leader and minister, author, founder of Wild Ones Homeschooling, mom, blessed wife, homesteader. Hi, Cheryl, welcome to How to Heal.
1: Hello, Micah, thank you so much for having me on.
0: You are so welcome. Um, And so how are things going there in uh, Rome? <laughs> <laughs> we, I know, it's so funny. I'm here
1: in Maine. It's the little heart of, it, it's the heart of Maine. Um, we're right the story of where on golden pond was was about um it wasn't filmed here it was filmed in new hampshire but it reminds me of that movie and um it's a little village um about a half an hour from a little city and it is beautifully warm at 50 degrees today
0: (laughs) (laughs) what is the normal temperatures there during this time Say that one more time. I'm sorry. Oh, what's the normal temperatures in Rome during the summer? Um, time? it it can go
1: anywhere in the winter, it can go anywhere from negative um, 15, which is really common. Yeah. And it can, but it can in the summer it can get as high as 90 or 95. So we definitely have that wild, that range of of weather here.
0: Oh, awesome. I've never even heard of Rome until you told me that Rome may, but I, I, it sounds like it's beautiful. It's gorgeous, but it's fast paced. You got to go with the weather. <laughs> now, what, now, what made you pick Rome? What, what, what I, decision?
1: Yeah, I was born and raised um, in Belgrade Lakes, which is literally like um, about 10 paces from Rome and in the little village. And I honestly, I knew my taxes were going to be cheaper because <laughs> everything is, is on the lake and on the water. And, um, but where I'm located, I can see the water, um, across the way, but we have the most beautiful forest land and, um, just beautiful land. And I picked this particular house because, um, growing up, I grew up right down the road growing up, there was, um, it was a big horse farm and it was horses and it was gorgeous. And so I said, that's the house. I want to live in when I grow up. So I, in my 20s, I went about the country, but knew where I wanted to, to um, end up being. So that's how I
0: was here. And sometimes you just know, right? Like how you said, you knew a while ago where, where your home was going to be, you didn't have to travel around far.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I wanted to be in a place that you didn't have to worry about locking your doors or your car and you could just walk around, especially as a woman, that's something I always thought about walking around freely and didn't have any worries or concerns.
0: Oh my God, is, is it still like this now show after 2020 and, and how all the changes, is it still you feel safe and can leave your doors open and things like that? Yes, you. Uh, I don't know anybody
1: here in town that actually locks their their cars or doors or anything like that. Everybody's pretty free
0: that is amazing to hear very amazing to hear wow so tell me a little more about how your healing journey began
1: well my my oh my journey is so long and i really you know i've been thinking about this knowing coming on today and you know my journey is um it's just it's fascinating and i think for me it started at nine years old um i was very um, in tuned with um, the church, and I was put in, you know, Bible school when I was really little. But felt also a little different, and I didn't know why. And I was probably I was the child, you know, at the front of the the class and would raise my hand and was like, "That's not quite right," and let me teach the class. <laughs> so after a time, after oh a time, the know it all, huh, Cheryl? Yes. <laughs> And so I was finally taken to the priest who then led me to the path that I'm in now and was able to study many modalities. Um, But the sacred sisterhood tribe and the sacred women principles really came to be um, after becoming bedridden. And that was probably one of the biggest changes or it's what I needed to switch from a career of making money of. Um, even though I was still in the wellness industry, it still wasn't what my nine-year-old self was destined to do. What were and, you doing in the
0: wellness industry?
1: Um, I started out, um, I was bit in the face by a dog, which led me, when I was 19, which led me to be a makeup artist. And then wow. um, I worked with people with um, that had facial deformities like I did. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't want plastic surgery. I wanted to heal naturally, which, which I did. And then um, it kind of moved into um, aesthetics work, um, cosmetology, because in Maine at the time they didn't have an aesthetics license. So I had to do that, which then led me into the Reiki field, nutrition field, um, massage therapy. I studied Ayurveda. Um, I did some shaman work um, and just so on and so forth. I ended up um, herbal medicine. I ended up in, by the time I was done, it was 10 different schools. I said I was going to keep going to school. <laughs> I until understand. I my first child. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then when I came to, there was a need in where I, uh, the town that I lived in for a wellness spot. And so when I moving back, that's what I created was a wellness spot in two locations.
0: Oh, amazing. And so by that time, you were how old by then?
1: I was 27 when I bought my home and um, it's an old um, 1822 farmhouse. And I had my wellness spot in here. And then I lived in the back. So I worked um, 16, usually about 16 hours a day. all the time. Yeah, (laughs) seven days a week while I was fixing the house. Couldn't figure out why I was single.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're too busy, too busy today. So, and now that is that where the wild ones homeschooling club like started now now you switch, I know you did a lot of things in health and wellness and how did you move that into transitioning into the homeschooling you have
1: I was so incredibly um blessed um I was bedridden and I couldn't I I literally did everything you're not supposed to do um you know you I didn't practice what I preached, and I couldn't use my hands or my arms. Um, So I was in a position where um, I was single at the time. So after being bedridden, I decided um, I had to figure out what else to do because I couldn't use my hands in my field anymore. Correct. And so that's where the Sacred Women Principles really started to blossom somewhat, um, and then after being told I could never have children, I met my now husband and had a baby. And when it came time for schooling, I had to, um, I, I looked at the public school system and I said, you know, that, that's not right for me and not right for my daughter. And um, so, the, so the homeschooling started.
0: Awesome. So you started with your own daughter. And I saw her in a video. She is adorable. You guys are so fun. How
1: old is she now? She just turned seven March 31st.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's awesome. Um, And, and did she like, and so you're like, okay, I'm going to teach my daughter at home. And now I want to teach others or did they just hear that you were homeschooling and they start saying, well, hey, would you homeschool my child? How did it go? Well, I
1: think for me, there was a need. So with the Sacred Women Principles, um, I teach women how their menstrual cycle is their superpower. It's that how amazing it is and how to work. Um, It really started with women and entrepreneurship, women that are in business, women Mm -hmm. to prevent burnout. And what I realized is that this is not taught in a way, education isn't taught, especially to girls, in a way that um, is easy for them to learn and easy for them to to take in information or to really put themselves out there. Um, Mm -hmm. Even our public school system, kids go to school in the backwards, um, in my opinion. And Mm -hmm. so um, winter is a time to kind of withdraw and go within and heal and rest and relax. When for kids, they're in the upswing when it's the most intense. This is when they learn the most and they're really, really busy. Um, and so they're not rejuvenated when spring. When yes.
0: Spring. Yes. We, we are all off cycles. And like you said, there are, you know, the kids um, going to school in September and getting geared up or August for everything. We've been definitely thrown off cycles because even with the calendar of the year, Um, usually, you know, what you're, you, we start in January saying, oh, this is the new year, but March, March springtime is actually really when the fire starts up for the year. Yes, that's exactly it. Mm -hmm. So, and and so now you wanted to teach a different type of system. You wanted to have them a different type of cycle. And these mothers, because you were already doing your wellness and your health things already, you already had a, a group of women already that were open to hearing about this.
1: Yes, and some honestly with some resistance, but then once things started making sense that coming to me, my child doesn't wanna read, my child doesn't wanna do math and it's in the middle of winter. And I'm mm-hmm. I'm like, of course they don't. They just keep <laughs> playing and having fun and sleeping and not doing a lot of education. I said, you know, and I would teach them. I said, wait until summer. And they're like, well, that's when we like to go out and do stuff. And I said, all you need is an hour or two. And then introduce them to math and to English and to, and see how much they retain. Then they would come back to me and say, oh my gosh, it worked. And we only, you know, something that would take us four or five hours in complete resistance. Now they're basically completing all their subjects and they want to do school um, in a matter of a couple of hours. So for them, they could see the results. And so um, that's how that's how Wildlands homeschooling started to birth.
0: That sounds amazing. So did you meet up with the, the teachers um, at home or did you have a, online sessions? How, how did it, you know, how did it actually flow with the mom? Yeah,
1: so it just is online. Um, basically it started as a membership and then um, like what I do with the Sacred Women Principles, I'm like, no, I just want it to be free. I just want people to, to be able to use that um, for home. And it, you know, again, it's just my gift. Um, to the world, and um, especially for our girls, mm-hmm. and um, so yeah. So um, I just had it online, and then people would just start asking me questions, and then uh, a botanical garden kind of um, had um, a building, and it was a perfect classroom. And so that's <laughs> yeah, how the location happened, and um, of course, like like always, I tend to do a little too much, so. Recently I've pulled back and now just doing um, online now um, for just anybody that wants to
0: learn um, that system. That is awesome. Cause I, I lived up in Washington state for a long time as well. And um, that was another big homeschooling state. And I know to have some of those easy principles up there too, and, I, and you may have even heard of this, the seasonal affective disorder. Um, yes. It's it's very real up there, and so I I can imagine that for some of the kids too, like you were saying, if you're off cycle and you're trying to learn certain things during different times of the year, it only makes it worse. I mean, this you know, for some of these places that have big homeschooling groups, this would be very very um, helpful to learn these different cycles things.
1: Yes, absolutely. Well, and I think it's so it's something that isn't being taught. Um, especially for our girls if the mothers are home. Um, but same thing with our boys. Like our our boys and our men are so incredibly magical. I mean, they're amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's just a different process. So a man has um, their four seasons within their body every day. So mm-hmm. they wake up, when they go to bed, but a woman, we have our four seasons every month. And so they're just longer longer stents, and so I teach girls, but I also teach the boys, and it's it's just different, um, it's just different subjects depending, and our girls and our boys are so connected with their mother's cycles until they really start that puberty, and they kind of come into their own, so pre-puberty, it's very much the mom, or even the dad, it's that connectedness Mm -hmm. to the mom, and her cycles. Mm-hmm. And so the children, because they have that cord, kind of invisible cord still connected, they can go within the mom's menstrual cycle or the woman of the house. So It doesn't have to be a biological mom. Right. It can be the mom and um, or the woman. Mm-hmm. And so by doing that and connecting, it's just easier for the kids to learn, which is just, it's just amazing.
0: I, I bet it is. And now, how many people, how many kids do you have in your club currently?
1: Well, right now, um, I have, right now we have, how many do we have? 30. Um, but oh. I haven't really been able to have a voice. And I'm so grateful to be here because um, when you're a mom and you're homeschooling <laughs> and you have a little club, it's hard to get that voice out there, especially with the new social media um algorithms and that sort of thing. So I would love to grow. In fact, Sophia, my daughter, would love to grow. She has tea time with Sophia. So every for a while there <laughs> yeah, we were trying to get on on um YouTube or on Facebook. And so that um she could have tea time with her Zoom classmates. And um so we'll Yeah you can tell, tell she's
0: very day. social. You can tell she's yes. a social butterfly. <laughs> <I'm> like,
1: <laughs> But she was the she was the little girl for two years. She wouldn't look or talk to anybody. Really? Yeah. Yes. But now oh. she's full. She's full Aries, and she is out there, and it is hers.
0: <laughs> I can tell she's going to be a great spokesperson for your homeschooling club. Amazing! She she's, well, she's so cute. I know she's adorable. So this leads into because it sounds like you're doing other things in the background that right now you're not expressing, but it sounds like there's lots going on. So so tell us how some insights on your homestead, especially right now, since 2020, we've been hearing more and more about people leaning towards building homesteads. And um, even though me and my husband are traveling and fluid and moving around a lot, we still got land, we've got a place that we can grow and build, you know, have water. So, so tell us more about your, how things are actually set up on a day-to-day basis. And sounds like you maybe even have some kids or some kind of activities that are still going on, like around in your, at your homestead.
1: Yeah. So our homestead is designed to be um, basically just independent living, not, not as much living off-grid, mm-hmm. um, just due to finances. Believe me, I would live off-grid if I could. <laughs> right. But our homestead right. is really being able to be simply self-sufficient. So growing our food, um, enough food that can keep us um, fed for a year, mm-hmm. um, if we want to. Right. Um, being able to really look, we don't have, I know uh, I love chickens and I love animals, but um, our homestead, we choose, I don't know if we could um, bring them to have them, you know, made into food. I I don't think my daughter would go for that. I understand. We, we've left that piece out, but we also, um, my daughter's very fascinated with plants and herbs and mushrooms that Mm -hmm. not only um, that, are just here on the land so every um summer like depending on what's in season we will go out and she has a journal even at six five six and seven <laughs> and um she journals what we have that grows wild in what we have on property and how to make it into medicine into food so that oh my god,
0: god that is so cool to learn that so young
1: Yes, and then she brings on the medicine that she really wants to have here. So last year, she was really taken by elders and elderberries and um, how to use them and, and um, learned just different ancient techniques for just many different things. Um, so elderberries were a big thing. So we brought 20 on property. Um, <sighs> Of different wow. varieties, I know. Yes. Um, the year prior was raspberry. She wanted to learn about. Um, she's, you know, we. I talk a lot about womb health and especially for women, how important our wombs are and our mm-hmm. connectedness to the heavens. Um, and so she really wanted to learn about raspberries, and raspberry leaf, and the medicinal properties that she was fascinated. Um, but this year, she's really interested in willow, um, specifically about making um, willow bark for yes. us.
0: And that's what I was going to say. I remember that it, it was how aspirin was made a while ago. Yeah. So we'll yeah. Bring
1: on, we're almost getting ready to bring on uh, willow bushes. So our property is beautiful, but we have a lot of wetlands. So we're excited to bring in the bushes because it will soak up some of the uh-huh. moisture from some of our property. And um, she just can't wait to use the bark. So, so, um, So we have that. And big gardens and we just have so much fun <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's mostly what our homestead is um as of now um collecting water um through our rain barrels that we made
0: um yeah so now do you have women coming in Tell, do you have women coming in and helping on the property um, i i don't it's just us
1: so um we're doing that we i we have during um the place that we go to that um uh, has all of that already provided for us, which is beautiful. Um, But we haven't, you know, with the pandemic, people are still very concerned, at least in our area. So we just haven't invited people onto the property as of yet. But it's Uh, everything here is self-sustaining, which is really
0: nice. Well, that's uh, very important. Did you do permaculture as well on your property? We have,
1: we've done like that. And we do forest gardening, um, a lot of Three Sisters gardening, um, we're getting the soil ready to put in the corn and the beans and all of our melons. Um, but beautiful. even as simple as the rose bushes to make rose teas and and that sort of thing. So,
0: yeah, oh, <laughs> it's pretty wild here in the spring. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds beautiful. Um, do you have a site like with any of these pictures or any of the stuff that you guys are doing there and making the elderberry stuff and things like that. that I you need have. to do that. I yeah. need to do that. Thank you for the inspiration. that will be a great idea. I'm sure a lot of people would love to see it too. And and Coming now, too. <laughs> I know, right. And you said, I, I remember I read that you said you were a receiver of the sacred sisterhood tribe. So Thank tell you. us, yeah, tell us a little about how that goes.
1: Thank you so much. Um, So it's pretty magical. Um, uh, as the only word that I can can say, so I was nine years old when I had, um, yeah, I just noticed a lot when it came to energy. And in fact, when I was a little girl, I'd go to a day camp and when I saw people upset, I didn't know what to do. So I'd go up and pinch their butt. <laughs> 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 and then by the end of the summer, I got, it was called the Butt Pinch Award, because I didn't know what else to do. Like if um, people were fighting or something like that, they were the adults, they seemed to be <laughs> arguing. And i just go up and pitch the butt and they would stop and they'd laugh at me <laughs> and They would stop the fighting. So that so oh. that's how it kind of started with energy. And then, that definitely um, shifts
0: it right away, doesn't yeah,
1: it? Oh my gosh. Like, oh my God, I'm not even doing that now. But so back then, it wasn't accepted back then either, but that's what happened. And so then as I got older and I was um i I'm a, I was born Episcopalian, but I became an athlete. And I really started to feel energy and just starting to have um, just this I- I intuitiveness, like things that I would think and I would feel.
0: Cheryl, and, for those out there that are not quite sure, who, to tell the difference between an acolyte and your... Yes. Yeah.
1: So it would be your traditional altar boy, if you thought of altar boys in the Catholic church, mm-hmm. but an acolyte um, in Episcopalian, you could be a boy or a girl. Okay. And so that's called, um, they call them acolytes instead of altar boys. Okay. So, so my journey was, it has always been Christian and, um, but that's how I started in being very, very involved, but I knew something wasn't quite right. And I, I didn't know what it was, but it, but I was able to have that foundation, that learning foundation. And mm-hmm. so once I knew things weren't quite right and I had, I would, I would still, back then I would call them these gifts. I finally was able, we did a dump run because here we don't, we don't have necessarily trash people picking up our trash. You go to the dump and I was sitting Mm -hmm. with my dad and I was telling my dad something that I was feeling and that I thought something was going to happen. And my dad said, I felt the same thing too. And so we started talking. He he said, Sherry, which is my nickname. Mm -hmm. I have these gifts. And if you ever want to learn how to turn it off, let me know. Well, I never talked to him again about it. I didn't want any of this to be turned off so (laughs) I was like no I don't want to talk to you about it because I don't want to but he's the one that kind of let me know that I wasn't alone in this and so as um, time went on these principles lived within me and Mm -hmm. it wasn't until being bedridden um, and I remember I was in so much pain they wanted me on morphine and I said no I'm not taking any painkillers and they were like you have to and I, and I just refused and it was almost at that time, it was almost like the world was spinning around me. It was kind of like in the middle of that tornado, but I was really still. And I heard you can change the world by starting at home. Mm-hmm. But I didn't, at that point, I didn't know how. And I remember going home and I was nursing my daughter, which my husband would have to help me because I couldn't use my hands and arms. Right. And I just remember crying. I had my field, I'd done my field for 26 years. It was all I knew. Um, and I, you know, when you don't have your hands in your arms, there's nothing you can do. Yes. Uh, So I thought, and so all of a sudden I was looking out of the tree and I saw this face, um, this very feminine face. And it was in the message that I got was, you don't have to learn anymore. It's time for you to teach. And all of a sudden I was taken back from the very beginning when I was nine, all the way up until that present time. And the twelve principles just happened. Um, it was almost like I had been learning them my whole life, but it all came together in that moment. And that's what I teach now. And people can go to the website
0: and learn. Well, them. we're gonna. Yeah, I was gonna say, Cheryl, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break here. But when we come back, you're gonna at least let, let let's uh, give them a little rundown of the the twelve secret principles. Um, that has helped you and I'm sure it can help a lot of other people. So we are going to take a quick break and we will be right back. We are all here to do something specific and unique to our original blueprint. Soul Contracts can clear up questions you have about yourself and others while putting you on the right path that is uniquely yours. It speeds up the work of self-development exponentially and gives you practical tools for daily living learn about or experience a soul contract reading, go to www.mikaleone.com and get your free 15-minute consult to find out if a soul contract is right for you. Feeling stuck and need some practical guidance to put to use right away? I have been helping friends, family, and clients with spiritual guidance for years, and now I am opening this option to others that follow and resonate with what I have to offer. You can send your question to transform at howtohealnetwork.com, and I will answer it without using your name so that maybe it can help someone else that wanted to ask but felt too shy to do so. Again, send your question with Mika. I have a question in the subject line to transform at howtoheal.com. Welcome back to how to heal. You're here with me, Leon Pettit and Cheryl Partridge, and she's going to break down for you some of the 12 principles, the women principles we just talked about. Um, she also ha- is an author and the uh, women of spirit analogy it's volume two we just released it march 23rd and if you miss the launch party um there is a solo way to go find that but she's going to tell you a little more about um her 12 principles that she wants women to work with and and cheryl are you there i'm here thank you so much yes let's go ahead and and tell your audience more about these principles
1: thank you so much
0: yes the sacred women principles uh
1: have lived within me since I was nine years old. Um, They were brought to me to teach women, we really can change this world. And I know that we're living in a time that it feels like that's just impossible, but I'm here to tell you it's not. And the reason why I can confidently say that is because as women, if we are willing to work on ourselves, if every single woman is willing to work On themselves. We, the math says that we literally will change the the world in its entirety, but we have to be willing to do this work at home. I definitely believe that. Yes. Yeah, it's so easy to look outside of ourselves and look what's happening in the news or what's happening with other people um, and looking outside of ourselves or outside of our community or outside of our own family. Right now, it's really easy to do that. But if we, if we kind of stop focusing on that and trying to really focus on, we want peace in the world. That means we need to be peace. We need peace in our own, our own self. We need peace within our family. We need mm. peace within our community. That's mm. where we start. That's how we have change. If we wanna be, if we wanna see happiness and no war, we can't be at war with other people or war at, or with, with ourselves. ourselves. Exactly. So, um, so that is the sacred women principle is all about guiding, being a guiding light, a North star map to helping women in particular, but men too. I definitely invite men. I, I talk a lot about, um, our menstrual cycle and really have that in there, but men are more than welcome to listen. We as women
0: honor our men. We
1: love um, our men. And you're our biggest
0: support system. And I always like to well, I always like to remind those out there, too, that may not have studied along the, the healing path as long as some of us have. You know, we all have these energies within us, whether we on the outside look like a, a male or a female and whatever helps the woman helps the men's energy and, and vice versa. Um, so it's good to remind people of that, you know, especially when we have a world that makes us think so in a box, you know, when it comes to those types of things.
1: Yes. Thank you so much. Yes, absolutely. And so these 12 principles, um, are broken down into, um, not just the principle, but our whole self would, will be one week spirit Mm -hmm. will be another week. Um, then we go into our emotional self or our mental self mm. and then, um, our physical self. So it's kind of like we come together in that principle and then we start breaking that down. Um, I also, most of the time in most of the videos, cause right now they're all oral teachings, but I am working on the book now, <laughs> but, um, they're also broken down into the body, mind and spirit and so this, um within so that particular week so, it's so this one, is going to be a
0: book show is what you're
1: saying It will. i'm working on it yes so you'll see you'll hear the teachings from two years ago mm-hmm. if you go to the website and it's because this last year i've been really focusing on getting everything in writing for everyone awesome um, yeah so the we right now we are in you can do any of the principles at any time so whatever somebody feels called to they can go to sacred sisterhood tribe go to the live teachings and you'll you'll scroll to the bottom and you'll see these buttons and you can just hit whatever button you feel called to but today i it, it's interesting listening to my own voice but every day um every week i i actually put on my head my earphones and i listen to a principle because the principles grow within you too. So the same principle will look different to you. The first year will look completely different the second year. And so you'll mm-hmm. always be learning every year. So the, fir- the one that I'm working on in April is all about growth. And it's growth within your, uh, your whole self, your body, your mind, and your spirit. And I also give reflect- reflections at the end. So this is a full ceremony Will you come in, it's, they're live. Um, or it was live, so you'll hear me kind of do some live, you know, hi to people and that sort of thing. But we go into the sacred sister of prayer. I give the reading, and then we end with a prayer for healing. So that's, so in um, April, it's growth. In May, it's about flow, flowing your life. June is about the world and what that means to you like mm-hmm. your own world. Mm-hmm. July is self. August mm-hmm. is tribe. September mm-hmm. is time. October is face. Um, Mm -hmm. November is listening. December is stillness. Mm -hmm. January is forgiveness. And February is love. And March is magic and (laughs) miracles. And so that is, it's a great way to go in that order. But again, you don't have to. So if you're really having a hard time with time, you're feeling burnt out, you're overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. That's a great place to start. And just go through each week. Just go through one of the of the teachings and the principles. And um, take notes and journal yourself. And um, let your life will literally transform in the most magical ways.
0: That sounds awesome. And you have it on a... Did I see here um, videos that come up every week on a YouTube channel? Do you have yes. A so they don't come up right now. I've paused
1: the... the I, I will start back up again because I needed to... Uh, homeschooling, my, yes. my husband also works from home. And so I said, we need to solve this problem because as women, we so wanna be taken care of mm-hmm. instead of going, hey, we need to solve this problem. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, wait a minute, I don't have enough time right now for the sacred sisterhood tribe, I need to fix this. And so my husband's like, no problem, I'll do this for you. So now I'll be able to get back to doing um, some more of the live teachings. But for right now, yes, they're, they're on YouTube. And what's nice with the website is you don't actually have to go into YouTube you can actually just go on the website and just click the button. And what's nice about doing it that way is you can just go to the next, the principle that's in order. We're on YouTube, it's kind of
0: getting mixed up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that's sacredsisterhoodtribe.com. Yeah. And and you also, and the Women's of Spirit Anthology, number two, volume two, you put some stuff in, in there as well that you wanted to talk about. Yeah, tell yeah, us about I did. that. Thank you so much.
1: I would love your listeners to, I really encourage them. I know that with the pandemic, a lot of people, I like to call it, um, some people have been in isolation, um, mm-hmm. but some of us have been in solitude, which are completely two different um energies Mm -hmm. and so the people that especially either side if you've been in isolation you're really feeling like you just need that healing or for women that have been in that solitude that are looking to awaken and bring other people into their lives only if you feel comfortable um when you open this book um i have given you a free resource to be able to gather women into a circle um, as small or as big as you want and um this sacred women's circle, I give the prayer that you can say at the beginning. And then I've given, I've laid out uh, a foundation Mm -hmm. for um, women to gather. And so as they're reading the sacred circle, um, they'll be able to do so. um, You don't have to be a Reiki practitioner or an energy healer. You just get to show up as you completely Mm -hmm. authentic. And so each um, each group. So it starts in the center with, I call this, I call them source. So the woman in the center is source. Mm -hmm. And, um, she is at that moment, the most important woman of the circle, and she will be letting go of anything that doesn't serve her. So this is pretty wonderful, especially if you follow the moon cycles. Um, this is just an amazing time to celebrate the moon during um, a circle, so that would be another calling if you wanted to gather women. Um, and then she has the opportunity to heal and then give spiritual birth, emotional birth, um, as she re-enters into her new world of possibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then I give a description of where she needs to be and what her focus is. Around her is I call the midwife. And so those are the women that would you can lay your hands um on them, um, touch as long as um source wants that, and just her support person. Um, and then around the midwife, the rest of the women, they're called warriors. And so if they're feeling any energy that doesn't serve, they're the ones that are playing music and drums and really trying to to um really protect the circle if source is crying or they need some water that's what our warriors do for them and so this can be and I had I've been in a place where we had 10 circles set up um, yeah. in this big room and so it's just a wonderful way for women to be be able to gather and heal with no experience
0: at all so sure you're saying there were multiple circles going on in the same big space Yes, so um, so I can't
1: really remember how many, I, I almost wanna say there was 15. Wow. That's uh, 15 source, so individual women, mm-hmm. and there were two midwives. I just did two midwives, you could have four, you could have as many people as you would want um, around um, source. And then there were maybe 15 women around the midwives. And we just, I just spaced them out like five feet apart from me, you know, beside each other. Mm -hmm. And we just kept going. And um, I didn't expect so many people to show up. So it was really just a small group to start. And then people just talked about other people and brought people on the weeks prior. And um, it just ended up being really big. (laughs) And so that's how we did it. So you can have a small group of just four women four or five people, even three. I've done it with three people or you could have a
0: hundred people. Okay. So the energy can expand out and you just make another circle and another circle. And then those energies kind of eventually kind of maybe even connect together. Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. And I love it because especially if there's a group of women that really know each other, but they really want to connect with other, with other community members. Mm -hmm. If they're not quite comfortable with energy, it's always nice to have a different circle. And then they could connect in a different way um, after the healing step So it's really, it's it's um, it's so it's such a flexible way of gathering people that um, it just makes it nice. And as you know, I love living in the flow. So I just yeah. go with it.
0: And what a nice gift to give. Because um, I've, I've heard recently, too, some people like, oh, I want to do circles or women's circles and stuff like that. And yours sounds very, um, it sounds healing. Sounds very healing.
1: Absolutely. Anybody would like to reach out because they want to fine tune their circle. Because what I did here is I did a basic one. Um, (laughs) Like I, I, this one, I didn't talk about the candles, um, the purity candles, and I didn't talk about, you know, the washing of the hands and leaving a silence. I didn't quite go as far as that because I want people when they gather circles to be able to expand as they want. So make it their own. But Mm -hmm. I wanted to lay some, like at least a little bit of a foundation for women to, hey, I need a group or I need to healing a new moon or a full moon or whatever they're feeling called to. And I wanna make this mine at the same time. But if anybody would like to reach out and they just wanna bring something to their community or to their group of women, um, please reach out to me. Uh, I would definitely love to help in any way I can. That sounds so Great. healing.
0: Like, yeah, actually, like, yeah, healing Mother Earth. It's it's very feminine, um, healing qualities, and it's a good time to put this out too because we're getting close to Earth Day. Yes. As well, and I think even one of these sacred um, circles would be really good for for that as well. Yes, absolutely. Oh, and my- I
1: like I love to help any way that I can. So that's what I'm here. I'm here to help and. As of right now, there's no cost to anything that I do. I want to give my time freely as my gift.
0: Well, how can people support your efforts? Though, are you going to eventually start um, a Patreon, some place to go donate, or are you going to start doing some some classes with them, even if it's just an offering? I am going to start doing classes.
1: I am going to start doing classes honestly because I need the healing. Yes. Sometimes when you of venture especially I didn't know this but in creating the book I noticed that I was kind of I wasn't expanding and I wasn't um kind of been within for enough time that I'm ready to reach out and which is um being part of the book has really helped that
0: so, yeah, yeah, exactly. We met each other um, because of that, and there's lots of uh, great women in there that that it gets you out and more um, able to to expand in that way. And now you can and and actually I um I did mention this, but you are not interested in doing social media, and I totally understand. I would like to navigate from that aspect as well. Um, that's not a way you want to go, but you do want to be out and active, and and you have your website and um, you want people to follow you through there is there any place else that people can find you
1: just click the newsletter and I really try to stay on the newsletter and I'm hoping to be more active but definitely reach out to me on Facebook too Uh, even though I'm trying to walk try to walk away from that (laughs) um, as much as I can Um, and I do a little bit on Instagram but it's mostly Facebook um, just because I haven't really touched it in a few years but Um, please anybody can reach out anywhere, but the big thing is the newsletter. Um, when you go to sacred sisterhood tribe, it will pop up, Mm -hmm. um, for, um, money wise, I've been thinking about adding a donation button, Mm -hmm. but, um, I just honestly haven't had the, the, um, the time to do Mm -hmm. that. Um, but the best way to support me is by, um, just creating circles and listening, Mm -hmm. um, just being part of the website. And just giving to your community. So taking what you know and just giving out to the other women um, in your community, that's probably the best gift that somebody could give me. Because I really, I'd love to see all women just be in this really healthy, healthy space. And I really think we can change the world. I
0: really do. It does. Yeah. And that energy just heals everything. And and it's so, and it's one of those energies that are subtle and, but it's so powerful at the same time that it, the magic's happening, you know, it's not in an outward, um, how would I say, external um, power way. It's more of a subtle wave that passes through and, and changes everything.
1: Absolutely. And I think just anybody that's part of the secret system that's, really practicing the sacred women principles, they'll feel that shift and we all feel each other. Mm-hmm. And, um, but definitely just connecting and saying hi. And um, at some point I will try to put out some sort of support. I'd like to um, expand my website mm-hmm. and have a different, um, slightly different platform. So um, I've done this work for, for I don't know, four or five years now. Um, no it's been longer than i can think about it. i think it's been close to 7 years but um and it's all been free
0: i haven't oh. charged
1: anything people occasionally will will um give a donation and or mm. um or um, i've gotten some angel cards and um some people will will be like hey I, your your donation meant lot. i mean your gift meant a lot i'm going to give to your website or i want to take you out to dinner or here's a gift card. Um, or some people have somebody like didn't have anything and they're like, the principals have helped me so much. Here is some fresh eggs. So I so it's kind of but I have never asked for anything.
0: Right. Yeah. And so that's how you can support her by going to com, joining the newsletter, keeping up with what's going on with Cheryl and spreading what Cheryl is contributing to the world and putting out there to, to change and uplift the frequency that we're um, Transition and this is a good time right now. I, mean, I, I don't know if you're feeling it as well, Cheryl But this is one of those where it almost feels like the possibilities before when you were Manifesting and, and bringing things into creation It seems like it would take a little longer time and now it's starting to speed up like No, this can happen a lot faster than people would averagely think so you can change things a lot quicker now than people realize yeah. I couldn't understand why
1: I, I wasn't um, reaching people. And then I, all of a sudden it was the book and I'm like, Oh, it wasn't time. I tend to do that. I'm like, it wasn't the right time. And um, yeah. And so I was like, Oh, this is why. And so, you know, it's, it's always spirit time. Or God's time, or whatever that belief—it's always that time and not my
0: time. So, <laughs> exactly, it's hard for us to remember that in the moment. But yes, it is <laughs> definitely. It's—I am so happy to have you on the show, Cheryl. And I would love for you to come back later um, as things evolve, as you finish your book and and talk more about what's going on with that and that'll be another way that um you could support cheryl when she finishes her um is it going to be named the 12 secret women principles it is it's pretty okay
1: heavy. i was always made fun of for my grammar my writing so um you know marie really has um, been a blessing and this book was it has been a blessing because I was made fun of my whole life and so she's like you can do this, Just do this. and I'm like okay
0: <laughs> and yes you can this is going to be great thank you for coming on with us today Cheryl and taking time out um, from your homestead and the homeschooling and family life that sounds beautiful so don't forget to put those pictures and stuff start making pictures and putting them on your site
1: thank you I will I didn't even think of it
0: Yeah. Yeah. They'll love it. I I, I can already tell. I'm like, I have visions in my head already, so I'm excited to see them. And thank you all for joining us today. And we'll see you the next time on How to Heal.